What up? It's the Gretaverse. I'm Elaza. And last week I said that I had another uh, special guest for this week. And I do. And it's welcome to the podcast, the Gretaverse podcast, Shaughnessy. Hello. Applause. We had a studio like <laughs> audience. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm so glad to have you on. Um, as I told you that um, you were on my list of people that I just really wanted to get on this podcast and um, talk with. And then with like mine and Kayla, who um, I don't know if you know, normally we co-host. Um, our schedules have just been so busy where we've barely seen each other. And so I'm just like trying to get some like good guest stars. And so oh. thank you so much for coming to being part of this. Of course. I'm very, very, very excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> yes. So we were kind of talking before this of like, one, I will go ahead and say we're recording this on a Wednesday. This will go out on a Sunday. So anything between Wednesday after, or evening, honestly, and Sunday will not be covered. And we're quite frankly scared because we haven't gotten any Halloween content. <laughs> There's been no Halloween content, um, which is honestly kind of terrifying. I'm, I'm afraid that we're going to get like bombed with it today, but. <laughs> no, for real. Like I, I did see like one minor like video of Danny as Velma again. Yes, I did see that. And I think another video of him released as um, Anakin came out yesterday. With just of him and Jenny. Yes, so cute. And I'm just so scared. We're getting a lot of him. Where are the kids? Cause? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I know. I'm like, did they even go out? What? I feel like, I don't know. I'm kind of scared that we're just going to get bombed with it one day because getting absolutely radio silence scares me. Okay, so. Right. Exactly. Well, I do know like, Danny's gonna be what like a Viking or a Greek god or something like that um yeah didn't he just comment on somebody's like AI picture and was like I'm preparing for this one so next year um he may be a Viking of some sort so yeah I don't know so I am super scared but um yeah but one thing did happen and that is the kombucha it was like announcement and then boom in Publix Yes, which is crazy. I'm surprised that somehow nobody saw it before it got released because like wasn't in stores like the day the they announced it. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just surprised nobody saw it before it got announced. But yeah, and I am I want to know why Publix like is it going to be anywhere else like this such like a yes. I feel like just Southern store yes very um east coast southern store personally for me I don't live anywhere near a Publix so uh, they dropped the kombucha stuff and I was so excited because I honestly I like kombucha so I was like this is amazing <laughs> um but <laughs> I looked and it was like at only Publix and I was like dude the closest one <laughs> is literally like 10 hours <laughs> yeah no it, it ain't worth it it ain't worth it <laughs> No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry for coughing. I swallowed wrong when I took a sip of my diet. <laughs> You're um, anyways, yeah. So this is actually a win for the East Coast Southern girlies because, like, I feel like <laughs> we never get anything. And so I'm in like this group chat, and another uh friend, like at eleven o'clock, like it was announced. She immediately like lives by a Publix, went to said Publix, got a can. Oh my god yeah and then I went to another one um because we're like in the same town another one 
in like another part of town because we have multiple publics and um I like was able to get two so I got one to drink and then or taste and then one to keep so like I'll just have it like they're cool cans honestly so it's just such a cool can right oh, I've seen the thing where people um make uh candles out of their like the beer cans that have been released and stuff like that yeah and I think it's so cool like it's such a cool way to like keep the can I, I don't know I think it's really cool <laughs> no I really need to find out how to do that um because I never had kombucha and I'm willing to try it again because I did not like this one um <laughs> it was so spicy <laughs> honestly I mean kombucha in itself um honestly it takes some time to warm up too I will say I do like it but at first I did not like it so it's like you gotta you gotta like ease yourself into it and I feel like <laughs> their specific kombucha flavor is not one uh, <laughs> that easy so that one is like boss level kombucha so that as like your first kombucha taste definitely had to be so scary <laughs> was the scariest <laughs> and um yeah um because I thought it was gonna be a cute like Brittany Broski moment of like you know <laughs> it was not like cute little reaction video like yeah no it's it, yeah uh, from what I read about it it's like heavy metal kombucha <laughs> yeah and like I've been wanting to try it so that's why I'm like okay because I go into fresh market like at least two to three times a week and I feel like fresh market has I don't do you have fresh market no <laughs> okay it's like fancier publics it's like fancy publics like world market and publics combined oh yeah um and it's like I like fresh stuff and um like things that you just can't find anywhere else awesome and but then they also like have like food where like fresh food like daily that you can get oh um yeah like it's so good and they have a little like flower area like fresh flowers like it's a whole thing anyways so um I see I go there and I see the kombucha I'm like oh cool cans love the cans so I'm like I should have like tried one of those before this one but it's fine (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's that was trust me that's a crazy kombucha flavor (laughs) but that's very on brand for them so that's very on brand but you know what the can is cute it is so adorable. I was wondering because they, when they did the Discord Q and A thing, um, everyone like saw the can on their table and like the video they put on their Instagram story. And I looked at it and I was like, "What is that?" Because I was like, "It cannot be another beer or something." Because personally, for me, I'm only twenty, so yeah, they've been releasing all these beers and stuff. And I feel like all the um, fans under twenty one have been like, "Man, like <laughs> do something like I don't know, release apple juice or something." Like, please, right. like. um I was not expecting kombucha but honestly I'm not surprised because that's just such a them thing yeah it's very own brand because that's the same thing with like with me even though like I'm like over 21 I've just made the decision like not to drink and that's just like my own personal decision so like I think and I think someone emailed like the kombucha company that made it and they said that like Greta like personally wanted to say like this is for Yes, I actually saw that. So somebody posted on the um one of the Facebook groups and said they actually ended up uh I think calling the company and ended up getting in touch with the owner of the kombucha company. And I guess the owner said that it will um soon be available to ship. Um oh, so that's nice. So for 
all my other people who don't have a Publix near you, I'm pretty sure it said that they will be shipping, which is cool. Um, and yeah. then also, yeah, he said that Greta said that they just wanted to make something for the fans who can't drink or do- don't or, you know. Yeah. Things like that. So I think that's just so, you know, sweet of them to think that's about. That's so sweet of them. I love that. But yeah, so that's all like the Greta-ish news that we have so far. But you're the guest and um I have loved your content for a while and I love your videos I just I love everything and I'm just like why haven't we been mutuals like before I don't know why yeah um like I said you for a while like you've been a person that like I've wanted to have on here and so Mm -hmm. I just want to hear your Greta story like just your life like I think you're just so inspiring to so many people where they're like with the intent or you choose not to, but you have become that. And you're such a light in this community. And um, so I just want to hear your story of what, how you got into it. Tell me all, because you recently had an experience with them as well. So let's start from the beginning. Um, Well, first of all, thank you so much. That is so sweet. I know um, everybody can't see it, but I'm like, oh, I'm like sitting here like giggling. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, my Greta story, I would say, so I became a fan in 2021. Um, not a lot of people, if they became fans in 2021, it was the Josh SNL video, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I so I saw it on my For You page while I was on like summer vacation with my best friend. And I didn't think anything of it, honestly. I literally just watched it and was like, <laughs> what is happening right now? Like, who is this, who is this weird little man on my, you know, <laughs> but I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, whatever. And just continue scrolling. Um, and then as me and my best friend were driving back to our, um, hometown, uh, she played uh, heat above in the car and it was like, like a 14 hour drive, something like that. And so we were, we were getting so tired and then heat above started playing. And I was like, Oh my God. I, after the, after the song played, I literally go, who was that? And she goes, Oh, it's Greta Van Fleet. And I was like, I need to listen to more of that. And that was the extent of the conversation because another song came up and stuff. Um, shout out Riley. I owe everything to Riley. Um, yes. <laughs> she showed me Greta cause she's listened to Greta for years before they got, you know, popular. And she, she's like, I bought like two of each of their CDs of, um, all of their albums that they had released at the time, because she was like, I just know that they're going to get big and it's going to be harder to find. So I, so she has them stuck. Um, so Love shout that. out. Riley. I owe everything to her for real. Um, but after that I got home and I was like I was like I cannot stop thinking about this song because I, I literally was like I feel like I've just been rebirthed in this car right now like heat above as like the first introduction song is crazy okay yeah <laughs> um so I got home and started listening to them more and then it was just a slippery slope from there um started listening because at that point teabag had like just recently released mm-hmm. um I believe. And so I listened to that album like all the way through and I was like this is crazy. Like who are these people? Like I have not listened to music like this my whole life, I feel like. Like it's so unique and beautiful that I was just I immediately felt like connected to it. I was like Mhm. It's just so beautiful. So 
um, I started listening to their music way more and then started like, um, you know, following them on Instagram and then looking at Pinterest pictures and all of that and started to get like involved in the fandom a bit more. And then I was like, um, I was like, I kind of want to make a TikTok account for it because I was like, I just have so many thoughts and feelings about them and their music that, and I just needed like an outlet to, you know, talk about it because right. I didn't have any other friends at that point who listened to them other than Riley. And so I just decided, I was like, I'm just going to make a TikTok account. And I think I made it in like August of 2021, um, something like that. And um, from then on, I was like, I really enjoy making these silly little videos about these silly little guys, like <laughs> um, started getting, <laughs> you know, more and more involved in um, them and their music and their creativity. And I just like fell in love from there, I would say, honestly. Yeah, for sure. I think it's funny how, like, I feel like you either get introduced to them, like, through, you know, the SNL, You're the One, uh -huh. um, Light My Love, or Heat Above. Like, there's so many, like, Heat Abovers. Like. Oh, no, yeah, that's so true. I, I never really thought about it, but every time I have seen someone, like, or whenever people on Twitter start talking about, like, what was your first song that introduced you to them? And it's literally one of those three songs. Yeah. Um, always which I think is really interesting actually no it really is um but like heat above honestly is truly the perfect one like it just encompasses everything you need to know about Greta Van Fleet like musically is heat above yes big big agree on that one because I feel like it's so I mean it's just such a magical song truly and it and it talks you know and the lyrics you know speak about the fans even in it. And I feel like that's why a lot of people just connect to that song so much is because of um, how Greta recognizes their fans and their music. Yes. and I, Oh, that's so true. Like you truly have not experienced life if you have not like held hands during that song and like <laughs> sway, like, oh, it's just always, I feel like we always talk about like my love, which we should. Yes. And that, and just that feeling during like my love, but he'd above just as equally is just a special I, beautiful moment I fully I fully fully agree like I every time I experience heat above live or even if I'm watching like an Instagram live of a concert of one of theirs and they play heat above I'm instantly crying like yeah. it's just like no without fail heat above live will always get me you know it's just like the feeling yeah. in the room is just like unmatched honestly so true so true I yeah because like I they open with it when I first saw them mm. like opening with it above is so magical and I wish that they would have continued to do that I wish they would do that more honestly because it's just such a good opening song and I know I know they do love you know opening with like the more harder rock stuff because it is fun it gets you pumped trust mm -hmm. me I get it. but at the same time I think it's heat above opener for like the in deep fans is like so special <laughs> right uh I so agree anyways continue on keep, oh. keep <laughs> um where was I oh um speaking of heat above and then so then I just continued making these little little tiktoks of the little little guys and um I slowly started create to create some of like my closest friends honestly um in 2021 it was kind of hard because 
um I had like made friends in like this group chat and stuff but um it kind of like <laughs> imploded within itself so I was kind of crazy but I am still very very close like best friends with um a few of the people in like my very first grad group chat and they are still like my some of my closest friends to this day I mean we've been friends for two years almost three now and we just kind of you know lean on each other for a lot of things and we I mean even if we're like out traveling um Mm. Like, uh, I stayed with, uh, my, uh, close friend Bree, um, for the Chicago, uh, Starcatcher show and stuff like that. So it's nice to have like those, you know, close friends who like really get you. you So started making friends and, um, started, you know, almost creating like a little community on my little TikTok page and stuff. And it was just so nice to like have this outlet and, um, talk to other people who are like-minded um Mm -hmm. and that's another thing that I think is so special about Greta is how they've created this like-minded community that is just so it's so special to me honestly um but so started creating my own little community things like that and um fast forward I saw them for the first time in Omaha Nebraska in what was that uh 2022 yes it feels so long like it feels so long ago but when I say 2022 that's only a year ago (laughs) right no (laughs) okay that feels so long ago but um yes I saw them for the first time there um so magical and crazy and from that like day forward I think that was the first um like I would say like catalyst in my decision to start going into live music industry honestly um because I had been to concerts before that and everything and I've always loved live music and concerts but something about their concert specifically I was like I want to have this feeling for the rest of my life you know what I mean yeah um so that show was so good I um uh, for their dreams and gold tour, my, their head of security at the time was actually a family friend <laughs> and really? yes, um, which was so fantastic. A uh, shout out Joe. <laughs> um, he came in, visited me and my sister in our seats. Um, and he gave us like a free pit wristband, a set list, um, and actually an old backstage pass <laughs> that uh- is hanging up on my wall so like I just have like a backstage pass from Strange Horizons actually I love that that's just like sitting there and I just kind of look at it and I'm like that's so weird that I have that. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> um shout out Joe love you for real um <laughs> yes but, um yeah I would say that's the first time I saw them live and I was like man I was like I'm in deep at this point (laughs) I was like I'm not leaving this space honestly and I don't see myself leaving this space so it was it was really really great um I loved it so much um and then from then on I just kept making little TikTok videos and it started you know growing and stuff like that which was crazy um uh Flash to October of 2022, um, I dressed up as um, Questions and Concerns Josh for Halloween um, because I was like, well, I don't know what else to be. And I was like, this costume would be so fun. 
so I decided to do it and I actually got ended up getting posted in both of their Halloween TikToks that yes. year and that was crazy I was freaking out no same same because <laughs> I was in one of them too for real oh my god yeah, yeah. Uh, no I'm like twice in the second one that they posted crazy yeah because I remember you being in it because like I will still like when I think of you, I kind of think of your questions and concerns. <laughs> like, it is just implanted in my so mind of, funny. like. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that look was so iconic, truly. They, like, they also posted me twice in the, in the first, like, because they did a TikTok only for, like, the questions and concerns people. Yes. And they posted me twice in that. And, like, one of them was, like, they, like, used a part of my video as, like, a transition into someone else's video. And I was, like how meticulous <laughs> like like this is crazy like they had to like download my video and then like meticulously like edit it to that certain point and I was like that's I actually don't like that at all guys <laughs> right can you not actually <laughs> yeah guys um yeah <laughs> um so oh, that was bonkers to me <laughs> personally like a year ago a year ago a year ago which is it feels so far away honestly it because so much has happened in one year that yeah. it's just like oh goodness gracious okay now I feel old for some reason <laughs> no I say like, <laughs> um so all that happened and then um I started diving more into like I would say like their lore within their like uh music and stuff if that makes sense yes. um really starting to like deep dive into like their creative direction and mm-hmm. um their lyricism and their art and everything like kind of just like piecing everything together because I had never seen a band in this day and age do everything so intentionally in the way mm-hmm. that they So I started using them for like English projects, um, everything like that, uh, because obviously it was super, you know, inspirational to me and just really, really cool stuff. So I started using them for a bunch of projects, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And at this time I was uh, studying uh, music therapy um, to try to become a music therapist because that's what I was, that's what I thought I wanted um, because I was like, well, I still want to like help people in some way, but I have to do something music. So that's what I decided to do. And I used a lot of their songs um, for, you know, music therapy projects, things like that. And as I started to deep dive, I was like really falling in love with like the creative direction aspect of the music industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really, really started to enjoy it. Looking into it, um, I started looking into their creative director, um, Paige, Mm-hmm. Um, was their photographer for a very long time as well and I started looking into all of her work and things like that and I was just like really falling in love with it I was like this is so freaking cool I started I just loved it um so I would say I and throughout this whole time I just continued posting on TikTok starting to get more involved on Twitter um things like that just because I loved having that outlet <laughs> yeah and I started making more and more amazing, amazing friends and stuff like that through it. And so 
totally fantastic. Um, then in, I want to say, uh, I feel like I'm fast forwarding so much, but I swear not a lot of stuff happened until the beginning of this year, honestly. Yeah. I was just kind of just cruising through the, you know, the fandom for a couple years right. and then it started to really kind of blow up very recently. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Um, so I want to say in March of this year, I was still, um, studying, uh, music therapy and stuff. And I, um, started to decide, like, I actually kind of, I was like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Cause I really, I started to figure out that, like, I want to say like, I'm doing in, in quotes, like a normal job, et cetera, was just not something that I am able to thrive in. It's yeah. not, um, I want to say like normal university schooling is something that's very hard for me as somebody who needs to have more creative outlets and stuff like that. I was like, this is so hard. Like, I don't want to sit here and do chemistry. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so I was just kind of like, um, I, I started to have like an existential crisis. I was like, I need to start, you know, figuring out what I want to do. Like, this is, this is crazy. Um, so I eventually decided, um, with a lot of my very, very close friends help, um, decided, I was like, well, I was like, I just need to start doing what I want to do um <laughs> bottom line bottom line exactly like I was like I don't want to sit here and you know get more in debt through school I don't want to um do things I don't want to do because I'm not gonna thrive I'm not gonna be as happy as I would like to be right. I would rather start doing something that I can use my creativity for mm-hmm. so I dropped out of um university in the middle of the semester um listen I'm not saying I recommend that but <laughs> if that is the path you need to go on that's what you need to that's, right. what you, that's what I needed to do at the time um my mental health was starting to suffer because of it and I was just like I really just need to start <laughs> taking care of myself um yeah so um I started I dropped out and I went back home and I started looking at what I can do creatively in the music industry because I using Greta as an inspiration I was like I love working on you know creative things in the way that they do I love Mm -hmm. how they you know think through all of their aspects of what they do like they put their heart and soul into genuinely everything that they do yeah like I want to do that. <laughs> like I, I am a musician. I've, I've played piano since I was seven years old and I play a bunch of, you know, guitar and stuff like that. But I was like, I'm not, I'm not definitely not good enough to do that as a job. What I was like, what can I do that is creative mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way that they do it kind of. Um, and yeah. so I decided to start um, pursuing a creative direction in social media management in music yeah. artists. So I um, ended up enrolling into um, a different school. I now go to the Academy of Contemporary Music and I study music business, um, yeah. which is pretty darn cool. Um, I love it now, honestly. Yeah, uh, that sounds like 
a really cool place. And like, I feel like it's so like needed. It's funny how like jobs like change, like these new things come with like the times. Cause like this wouldn't have been a thing like 10 years ago, probably, you know? Yeah. And like the fact that like, you're able to like do that. That's just really cool. Yeah, no, I fully agree. Um, it's, it's honestly really, really, really cool. Um, I really enjoy it. And I'm, I love that this is now like a place where creative people are able to start doing this because if you, if, I would say even like five years ago, if you would have said, I am dropping out of school and pursuing the music industry, everyone would have been like, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, I, I love that there are now these new resources for creative people who, you know, want to start pursuing all that because um, my school only does um, music business, um, music production, audio production, and music performance. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. And I mean, it's really cool. All, like the walls um, are lined with like, there's famous artists, uh, music artists on all of the walls. I mean, um, the whole school is just like, it has like classrooms um, and then like studios, live rooms, um, all of the above. I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's music industry school. It's all really cool. Yeah, it's all creative people. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, and I really owe so much of, that to Greta truly because without them like without discovering them and without um you know diving into their their creativity I feel like I would not be in the place that I am today without that yeah um which it's just crazy to think about like I don't know it's just crazy for me to think about like what if I never you know heard them in the car that day yeah so because not only that is that like you're now set on like this entirely different path and like three of them like saying like I can choose this like I don't have to do the pipeline that everyone else does which is fine if they want to but like you know you better than anyone else and where you belong right and finding those spaces is so important and then also on the other hand of like just like in life of like you would have never met the people to like even like get you through this time and like decisions and just daily life if it hadn't been for Greta. Exactly. I truly, I have the most amazing support system, I would say, um, through Greta. Um, I've met, like, the most amazing, amazing people through this community. And I honestly, truly would not be doing what I want to do without them as well. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's, I think that's just so special how they have you know, created this community. And I, I get so emo whenever I talk about it. Cause I'm just like, Oh, like, it's just so cute. Like, and so many people have made so many amazing friends through this. Right. And like, I'm like, it was a meme like last week of like go into a family reunion, but Greta will be there too, or something like that. Uh, but it's so true of like, I'm, I love them, but I'm going to see my friends. <laughs> Yes, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, it's like traveling to go see your friends, but a Greta concert on the side. <laughs> Ex- exactly. And they'll, they'll be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's like, no matter which city you're going to for their concert, it's like, you're going to know people there. Yeah. And there's always people 
um, at all of these concerts, no matter which city it is, there's always people that you can reach out to if you need help, if you need somewhere to stay, if you need, I mean, anything. Like if you just want people to hang out with to get, you know, people yeah. to get ready for the concert with or things like that, there's always people there. And that is so special, honestly. It's, it truly is. And like, I just hope that like, that's my hope that they just know how much of an impact that they have made on all of our lives. I, that is the one thing um, that I wish I could just tell all of them. Like, I literally just want to sit down and just tell them, be like, you have no idea, like, what, you know, amazing of a community you have, like, created by just being yourselves and just yeah. creating the art that you make. You have made, like, the most amazing community of people yeah and I just I just want to like drill that into their heads until they get it like <laughs> and I know they probably understand to an extent but I feel like I almost feel like they're never going to be able to fully understand do you know what I mean right yes but um yeah moral of the story <laughs> um do what you want to do um, don't let other people tell you not to do what you want to do. 100%. Um, don't waste your time doing what you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. A lot of words in that. But use, use your passion for whatever band it may be. Use, mm -hmm. use that passion and apply it to your life. And I think a lot of things will... Um, start working out in your favor honestly yeah 100 percent. could not agree more could not yes agree more. yes um yeah um but back to you know like Greta stuff um yeah <laughs> throughout this whole time they so they started to uh interact with my tiktok account um quite mm -hmm. often i think they've they've liked about uh six of my comments on their videos um wow. they've uh liked a couple of my videos which I will get to in a second um and stuff like that um but in March when I decided to drop out I went back home and I want to say like two weeks after I got home uh is when you know, major promo for Starcatcher started happening, mm -hmm. uh, which was so exciting. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, I'm entering a new era of my life as they're entering a new era of- Oh, that's know. so true. Oh. Yes. And I, I get so, I, I get so emo talking about that as well. Just like, I'll, I'll get more in depth into that in a sec too, but um, all of the, uh, so the track list cards started, um, popping up there was I think it was like on a Sunday it was like all of a sudden like out of nowhere um Maddie uh got a trackless card and posted it and then everyone started losing it because we were like oh my god what's happening because we had no idea this was gonna happen right like absolutely none um we didn't know they were gonna be doing anything like this for any promo for the album nothing so we were like well shoot and we're all like well now everyone's gonna be checking their mailboxes like crazy mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> the next day uh 
I'm like texting my friends and of course everyone's checking their mailboxes like oh god this is I mean it's terrifying whenever they do that because it's like you don't know if it's gonna be you so then you just start I just start like waiting at the window for like the mailman to show up like <laughs> like <laughs> last like peering out the window like when will my husband return from war like (laughs) I'm serious like it's so stressful um but I was like texting my friends um some of my best friends I was like I was walking to my mailbox because I was at my mom's house at the time and our driveway was so long to get to the mailbox and I was like I was like, oh my God. I was like, Greta Van Fleet hates me. They're not going to send me anything like as a joke. Right. And so I'm like walking to the mailbox and I open it (laughs) and I see, um, like this, like larger white, like UPS package thing, like on the bottom of like this other mail stack. And I literally close the mailbox and I kind of like stand there for a second. And I'm like, please don't be it <laughs> I'm like please don't be that so I open the mailbox again and I like look at it and it was like from peaceful army I lose my mind I grab all the mail I shut I don't even know if I shut the mailbox I start sprinting up this driveway right and yeah. my, I'm chronically ill I cannot run I, <laughs> I somehow somehow got the energy to start sprinting up the driveway <laughs> still in my pajamas from the night before right? <laughs> like we lived across the street from these um this older couple they were literally sitting on their porch yes. <laughs> and they just see me start sprinting up the driveway right and so I get back into my house and my my stepdad's the only one home and I start yelling I'm like I got one I got one and he's like you got what and I'm like I I think I got a letter and he was like from Greta Van Fleet and I was like yeah he was like you're lying and I was like (laughs) I'm literally not lying to you and so I I start FaceTiming my friends because at this point I've I've just texted them a jumbled mess like oh my god and they start freaking out and they're like you're joking and I'm like, oh God. And so I FaceTime them as I'm like opening it. And it's like, it's like from Peaceful Army to like Shaughnessy over in my my whole address. And I was like, this is so scary. And so yeah. I open it. And uh, I'm like, I'm like shaking so bad. I'm like hyperventilating. You're like, Shaughnessy, you have to breathe. And I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to breathe. Okay. So I open it. And there's, it was wax sealed so beautifully, by the way. So I don't know who wax sealed that, but get on them because it was beautiful. Um, and I like, I like get it off and I open the letter and it was number nine, meeting the master, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, you got meeting the master, like the first single. I know. And at this point, I can't remember if, was the song out by this point oh i think it was was it oh i really don't remember which is so bad (laughs) i don't remember either again this year has been uh, uh, jumbled together it's just been so much that i'm just like it's so hard for me to remember the like the chain of events because there's just so much going on but yeah um yeah so that happens and which is just so insane 
Um, I never, ever, ever would have expected to get something from Greta ever. Yeah. And I like would occasionally like send letters to fans for like new shows. Like they did it for Strange Horizons, I'm pretty sure too. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent like uh, the Strange Horizons vinyls out to people too. Yeah. Um, really cool but I like never expected I was like you you never expected to happen to you so right it's definitely a very a very crazy moment and I want to say a very pivotal moment honestly because that's around that time is right when I decided to start pursuing you know my dreams and yeah so it was just it felt it felt like a sign like a like that I'm doing the right thing because honestly if I wouldn't have gone home I wouldn't have seen the letter because I wouldn't have been there. That's true. That is so true. Literally, literally two weeks after I decided to go home, I get the letter and I was like, I just feel like this, I just feel like it's a sign to me that I'm on, you know, the right path, which I really needed at the time because when you're 20 years old and dropping out of (laughs) dropping out of university and then your whole family is telling you like why are you doing that that's so stupid you know you know things like that it's just like I needed that something to tell me that you know it's fine (laughs) yeah Um, and like and like with you saying that and just like thinking of like the words to mean the master and how like you can interpret it however you want to of like the master being like what you want like going leaving the thing that was not making you happy or like Mm -hmm. you know and striving of like okay I'm going to meet like this new era in my life of like and because that I'm so passionate about and become passionate about that I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to get there yes absolutely I never really thought about it that way before that's yeah, no, that's so true. And that's one thing I really, really love about the song too, is how it can be interpreted in so many different ways. And I think that's just what's so beautiful about it. Yeah. It's, I mean, you can, you can apply it to like everything. And a lot of people, you know, re- uh, apply it to like um, their religion or apply mm-hmm. it to, you know, and their, you know, their goals or their dreams, or some people even apply it to like, you know, death and those aspects. Mm-hmm. So I just think, I just think it's so beautiful how it is able to be interpreted differently to so many people. Yeah, I do too. And that's what another reason why I love their music and that they keep doing that. Yes, um, full agree. So I got the, the trackless card and, um, which is crazy. It's, it is, it is framed. <laughs> and on my Greta corner, I have a little Greta corner on my, in my room. Um, then it has like my signed vinyl and signed poster and uh, the card and stuff like that on it. But anyway, I posted a TikTok about it. Um, I was like, I had a theory that, cause I knew like, or at least like knew of every other person that received a card. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just have a theory that they like intentionally chose who to send these to. Um, because I mean, one, it is free marketing for them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they their trackless stuff out. And they had to make sure, you know, they send it to people who are able to get that, you know, number mm-hmm. out to others. Right. Um, so I was like, I have a theory that they intentionally chose who they who they, you know, send it to and they know. Mm-hmm 
they know all of our personal accounts. Because first of all, in order to get our addresses, they would have to look up our name or like our usernames of whatever, you know, social media account they use the most. They look up the usernames on the Peaceful Army thing. And that's how they get the address. Right. So I was like, well, shoot. So I posted a video talking about that whole theory. Um, I think like the words I used were like, um, I got a letter from Government Fleet, which is amazing, but that means that they also had to have seen my TikTok account. Yeah. <laughs> which is embarrassing. Okay. So it was like, scary. Great. Um, yeah, so they ended up liking that TikTok video. Uh-huh. Confirmed theory. Confirming that they watched my TikTok. And I was like, I was like, now you're just teasing me. I was like, I don't know who runs their TikTok. But you are just teasing me, bro. Like, yeah. that's, that's just crazy to me. And uh, one thing that we can learn from this is that they do lurk. Yeah. They know things. <laughs> yeah. They know things and they know more people online than we like to think. So Yeah, and I hate that. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, this is my safe space. You're not supposed to be here. Like... <gasps> exactly (laughs) so um that was a crazy moment in my life for me I still remember um the track eight memes because we got all the tracks except for track eight because like I guess it just didn't get to the person's house that day right all the different track eight memes were so funny like people were like making stuff up like what the name was of the track was gonna be like I don't know anyway yeah that was my favorite. Like, I would have liked if we just never got that. Like, <laughs> honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that all happened. I'm trying to think of the whole chain of events. Um, and then, uh, let me think. The whole, then Starcatcher released. Which, yes, hold on. You got the, you got a tattoo, right? Meaning the master tattoo? I did. Um, so after I got the, the card, I was like, well, shoot. I was like, personally for me, I love tattoos. I have, um, I think 12. Um, well, dang it. Now I got to count because I I have lost count of mine. I'm literally like, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, 12. I was right. It's 12. Um, And at that point, I already had um, three Greta tattoos. Um. One of them is um, Trip the Light Fantastic mixed with uh, Light My Love. So, like, you know, little the little guy for Trip the Light. And then uh-huh. uh, instead of, like, the head, the head is the Light My Love symbol. I love that so much. It's pretty cool. Um, and then I also have, like, um, a sunrise with birds on it for Flower Power. Mm-hmm. Um, because I love that song so much. Um and then I have, um, I believe the sun still shines for Broken Hills. Yeah, I love because that. That song has also helped me in so many different ways. Um, but I was like, well, dang it. I was like, well, now I want a tattoo to like <laughs> commemorate this because this is just a crazy moment. So mm-hmm. I talked to my tattoo artist because I only go to one guy now and he's like my set artist. He does all of mine now. And I was like, here's what I need you to do for me. And I like sent him the letter and um, he 
got like he you know traced it so he got the exact font from the letter mm. and then I was like I want like the master figure um from like their like uh concert art you know like the poster art and yeah. stuff like that. so I sent him one of the master figures and I was like can you do this it's cool master guy and then put like you know the meeting the master on the bottom and, and instead of like smoke coming out of the hands I wanted like stars to like come out of the hands because I think that's really cool and so I was like of course he thought it was so sick and so I got it done um on my thigh and thigh tattoos hurt so bad okay I was like I'll be fine because this is the first tattoo on my leg but I was like it'll be fine um I was dying okay <laughs> like maybe I'm just a major weenie but it was bad but hold on is it on the side or like no like, like the front of my thigh okay. like, like above my kneecap and so I was like geez like I have never like tapped out on a tattoo before but I was like considering tapping out I'm not gonna lie because it was like two and a half hours dang there's a lot of shading too there's a lot of very very detailed shading in it um yeah and it's very beautiful it just hurt so bad to get <laughs> <laughs> um but it's okay it's totally worth it totally worth it um and he ended up uh when I told him to do stars on the hands I never like specified you know what kind of stars or anything he actually ended up drawing the stars from Josh's LA jumpsuit oh cool. and put that above the hands and I was like this is perfect um so yes, yes. I get a tattoo for it and I love it very much <laughs> yeah it is very cool very Thank cool you. so I got that I want to say in like May of this year yeah. so like just a couple months after um and then Starcatcher came out which um is so good I just like I felt I feel so connected to this album honestly and I know a lot of people are just very big like Battle of Garden Skate people like they're like this is my album I will like connect to this album etc but personally for me it's Starcatcher because I, love that. I was just like I mean we both entered these new eras at the exact same time mm-hmm. and I was like this is just so special to me and so many of the songs on Starcatcher I just feel like are just so just speak to me in so many like special ways that I'm just like this is my album like <laughs> I love that uh I just I just I love Starcatcher so much and I love the the creative aspect behind it too it's just so so neat to me um yeah and which is fantastic and then uh fast forward I went to oh my gosh the uh Denver Starcatcher show I think that was because I only went to one Dreams and Gold show which surprises a lot of people whenever I yeah they're like I feel like you have gone to so many but really honestly I've only gone to three that's wild is crazy but I mean to be fair I am a college student still and like I was a college student at the time and I was like this is like I live I live in Oklahoma, so it's, like, this weird spot where it's, like, there's not a lot of <laughs> yeah. near me, because I know, like, people, like, northeast and stuff like that is, like, really easy to get to, 
you know, yes. it's so easy to get to other cities. It's like maybe like two, three hours, right? Yes. But for me, it's like <laughs> between like four and eight hours to like yeah. go to another city. <laughs> no, same, same. So Yeah, so which is kind of annoying because I'm just like, God, like, trust me, if I could go to more, I would. <laughs> Literally same. Uh, yeah, but went to the uh Denver show and it was so good and at this point I started uh, my new major music business in August um but oh my gosh when was Denver when was Denver I completely don't this know so bad hold on I'm gonna look because I truly don't remember which is so awful for me <laughs> this is crazy no, it truly is running together. <laughs> Everything runs together so bad. Like this whole year has been so busy, I feel like. I real so true. Okay, August 1st. Dang. Or like, or I guess it was the day before. So it would have been like July 30th or 31st. Yeah. So at this point, I hadn't even started my new major yet, but I was about to. Yeah. And, um I went to Denver and it was so great. Uh, it was such a good concert, um, and that was the first time I had seen them again since Dig Omaha. Mm. So um, it was really, really, really awesome. And I feel like I just kind of like fell in love with them all over again. You know what I mean? Because like seeing seeing them live, especially in the Starcatcher era, is just so crazy. And it, you just you know go home being like, man. <laughs> I just, I'm just, and I just fell in love with them and their music all over again. No, that's so true. That's so true. Something about their, their live concerts just make you do that. It's just the, the like production and just show they put on is just so, so good. I wish I had better words for it, but like genuinely just amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're truly like at the top of their game honestly we thought they couldn't top dig but honestly like this is like levels above dreams and gold truly I mean, levels yeah yeah it's just fantastic and um I really love it and I really really love like my love on this tour too and I feel like it's so it was all like my love has always been special but with Josh recently coming out and stuff mm-hmm. I feel like it just makes it that much more special. Yeah, I completely agree. And the spot that it's at is not in the middle. It is at the end. Yes. And I love it. And I just ugh, I just cry thinking about it even because it's just, it's so personal and so beautiful and just uh, makes so many people so comfortable. And yeah. I just, I love it so much. Um so getting to see them live again was just fantastic um uh, me and my sister actually ended up running down the stairs we were in seats because I, I usually do seats as like um a, I'm like disabled so um with a chronic illness I like this like I want to say um invisible disability I want to say so like you can't see it but I have um uh, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome so um if my heart goes really fast sometimes if I do any sort of like cardio like standing up too long running you know it's is it pots yes 
Okay. So one of my other, my college best friend has that as oh well. God. And we just recently went to the Jonas Brothers concert mm-hmm. and like, she sat like most of the time and she was like, girl, like, I understand. Like you're fine. Like no mm-hmm. one's going to be mad. You have to do what you have to do. And if anybody says anything, I'm going to go off on them. So like, uh-huh. and that's why I'm like, it's okay. If you need to stand up, sit down, whatever, do what you got to do. And she said that it was like the like most beautiful like concert that she's been able to go to because like she just felt like she could do and still enjoy it. So yeah, absolutely. No, that's so awesome. And that's, you know, a why I usually get seats because like I have the ability to sit down, which mm-hmm. is so nice. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But, like, uh, me and my sister ended up running down the stairs uh, to go as Jake and Danny were walking by. And it was the craziest thing. Um, Jake walks by. And, like, we don't really have five, but, like, I touch his arm because he's, like, trying to get, like, these bracelets that my sister was holding. He ended up – he didn't grab them all the way, so he didn't get to grab them and take them, which is so sad. But it's oh. fine. And then as Danny's walking down, he's, like – uh he like looks at me we make eye contact for a second I feel so I feel so weird talking about this but he like he like skipped like three people's hands and then high five mine while looking at me and I was like <laughs> stop <laughs> I literally was like don't do that don't perceive me that's not allowed um <laughs> anyway so that was a crazy experience and uh um all in all Denver was so amazing and beautiful and then I uh mid-August I moved to a new city I now live in Oklahoma City and where I study you know I'm at my school studying music business and stuff and it's just it's fantastic I love it and I feel like the Denver show also was just another um reminder that I'm doing you know the right thing because I was like I can't wait to contribute to this industry for the rest of my life. Like this is yeah. what I want to do. Um, so their their entire production was just so like I want to be a part of this someday, you know? Mm-hmm. Like not them specifically, but just like in general. Yeah. Like I want to be a part of this. Like I want to help put on these amazing shows that people feel inspired by at the end. Yeah. So Denver was amazing. Uh, I sobbed so hard during meeting the master. Like, I, like so bad. <laughs> yeah, it and was- not him wearing the jumpsuit as he sings. Yes, it. and he was wearing the LA jumpsuit. I, I was like, this is so bad. I was like, tears streaming down my face. I was like, ugly sobbing, okay? Like, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, then I started uh, falling in love with studying my major and stuff and just being really happy with where I was. And then I decided, I was like, what if I go to another show? (laughs) What if I go to another show? So I did. I bought a plane ticket and I flew to Chicago. (laughs) Um, And I stayed with one of my best friends, Bree. And I went to the Chicago show. And it was so amazing because that show was when I got to meet some truly amazing people that I've been friends with for years and oh. haven't been able to meet yet in person. Um, so I got to meet some of my best friends at that concert. And oh. so the whole Chicago trip was so important to me because again, like 
Greta's community that they've made is just mm-hmm. so so special. <laughs> um, and so I got to meet amazing friends like um, Sarah. She started Sarah on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to meet her finally after being friends and um, got to meet some other close friends from very close group chats that I have. And just, it was just amazing in general. Yeah. Um, that show actually, uh, me and my friend Maria decided, we're like, well, <laughs> let's go to the aisle and go down the stairs again whenever Jake and Danny go by, right? So we're like, let's just do it. And so this time we're like, the arena in Chicago was so small. Um, really? We were, yes, we were not the section closest to the stage, but the section right next to it. And even in that section, we were still really close to B stage. Oh, wow. Yeah, it wow. was like, yeah, no, it was a small venue, uh, which was nice because I had a great view of the main stage and B stage. <laughs> hey, that's perfect. Yeah, so it was great. And then um, we go down the stairs and, you know, uh, Danny's actually in front of Jake this time. And they're like handing out flowers and stuff. And Danny has like another flower and somebody comes over and like rips the flower part off of the stem as he's still carrying it. Uh, and, and he literally like kind of looks at it and it's kind of like like it's like man like what the hell kind of right. <laughs> like what was that anyway so now it's just he's walking with this flowerless stem <laughs> and he comes he we make eye contact again as I'm like there's like a security guard right in front of me but I was like like hey. over <laughs> like leaning over because I was like I want to see um and he goes, we, we, we make eye contact. And he goes, do you want this? As he's holding the flower stem. And to be honest, I wish I could tell you what I said. <laughs> I really do not know what I said. I just totally, one thing about me is like, I blank out. I know some people like, some people like scream. Some people like, you know, like freak out. Like some people, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like for me, I black out and I go silent. <laughs> yeah. Just go. I go completely silent. I was like, I don't honestly, I don't even know what I said, and I can't hear it in the video. So I'm like, I don't know what I said. But he gives me the flower stem, and he's like walking past me, and we're like making eye contact this entire time. Mm-hmm. And he like he's making eye contact for so long that even though he's walking past me, his head is still turned and like turning backwards and making eye contact with no. me. And I was like, you have to be joking me right now. Like, like stop you're not allowed to do that right um so that was crazy and then I so I told my mom this whole experience and I told her about the whole Denver experience too and she was like what if they like recognize you because of like their TikTok because like you know their TikTok person knows who you are so like I wonder if they do and I was like so why would you say that <laughs> why would you tell me that we you know we love supportive moms that keep us delusional honestly my mom keeps me so delusional I swear sometimes she's more delusional than me she's like why didn't he ask for your phone number (laughs) (laughs) I literally look at her and I'm like mom like (laughs) be so serious right now um I love her to death she she is my number one supporter truly but she does in fact keep me (laughs) delusional that's what she does um so that's scary to think about so if you have a social media account for Greta watch your back because they 
probably know who you are. Sorry to freak you out. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I went to Chicago and it was fantastic. And those are the only two shows I went to for the star, the first leg of Starcatcher. Um, and then soon enough, as I'm like uh, continuing to study music business, I get involved with um, Grammy U. Yeah. And I actually went to the Grammy U event at my school that they held in August. Um, I went to that event and I thought it was great. Um, they had uh, one of the Hanson brothers, um, if anybody knows any old music and stuff. Uh, he was there. Um, there was another rapper that was there, but to be honest, I don't remember his name. Um, and <laughs> uh, Anyway, it was really great. Um, and I loved it. And so I was like, well, I'll just become a Grammy U member because, I mean, that'd be pretty cool, right? Like, yeah. work my way up in the recording economy because, I mean, you can't get bigger than the Grammys. <laughs> right. It's, you know, it's a cool thing to be a part of. So I became a member and stuff like that. Um, then the Fall Summit <laughs> information came out. Um, the fact that Greta was going to be speaking at this event. I was like, man. But, like, what the heck? How, like, the coincidence of everything, right? That's what I'm saying. The whole timeline of between my events and their events is just actually insane. And I don't, I don't, I don't even know, I don't even know how it all ended up working out the way that I did. Honestly, I don't. I'm just like, it's so crazy to me how everything ended up working out that way yeah um like what the heck i I mean truly truly it's just mm, it is just crazy so uh i was like i have to go to this event i was like my favorite band (laughs) is talking about something that i'm so passionate about that i was like i have to go man there's no choice like and so I was like you know what I'll send in the RSVP for this event just to see what happens because when you uh you had to like apply for the event and they had to like you know kind of make sure that you're a member or becoming a member or um you know things like that that you are going into the industry you can't just RSVP and not be doing anything you know with them things like that right so I was like well I'll just see what happens because it said like you know limited capacity etc etc I was like if I don't get accepted it's fine because there is a live stream it's okay but I would really like to go so um I ended up getting accepted and I was freaking out because I was like this is just this is just crazy yeah (laughs) This is just crazy. So um, I ended up scraping together the funds to go because at this point I was like, I hadn't yet got any of like my um, financial aid stuff I was supposed to get from um, like other government things for school, um, things like that. Like at this point, like I was like struggling financially just to like go. And I was like, I was like, I got to figure something out. I got to figure something out. Like, it's like, I got to go. I ended up figuring it out. It's fine. Heck yeah, you did. Thank goodness. Thank you, universe, for that. Yes. Um, so I ended up driving to Nashville. And it's really cool because um, 
on the I'm actually like I'm like 10 hours away from Nashville but I stopped halfway there and the night before I'd like split the drive into two days I stayed with uh, one of my very close friends um on the way there which was amazing because I got to meet her for the first time I love that and stay with her and it was fantastic I love her to death um and it's also crazy because I wouldn't know her without Greta and so I wouldn't I have been able to make this work without her and knowing Greta just all the the whole timeline of it all just boggles me still but so I go to Nashville and I stay with my cousin because I have family that lives in Nashville um so I stay with family and stuff like that uh the Grammy U event happens this is a whole this is a whole whole roller coaster so buckle your seatbelts because you're about to go up everyone that's right (laughs) so uh we're like the day of the event we're getting there and I'm meeting up with um a friend from Twitter who is also a Greta Van Fleet fan but she um is also going into the industry uh for journalism and music industry and stuff so we ended up meeting up at the event um which is great and uh we eventually I'm so nervous I'm like I was barely able to eat the morning before like the morning of because I was like I'm just this is just crazy because I'm seeing them in a professional setting which is just crazy to me because I've been a fan of them for so long at this point over two years yeah just like oh my god I was like I was I was keeping my cool because I was like I'm in a professional setting I'm being professional we're good we get into the um theater and I end up being front row and the way that I'm situated is like they had like their row of four chairs right and the interviewer was closest to me and their chairs were like arced so they were all like sort of like facing my direction which Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, it's terrifying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. So I'm like, I'm so excited because I'm just like, I can't believe that I'm hearing them speak about, <laughs> you know, yeah. my future career. And just anyway. So Greta comes in. And of course they're late because, you know, that's on brand for them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> they come in and they like they're like greeting people in the front row things like that and Josh is like you know doing his Josh thing greeting people holding people's hands because he's the cutest ever (laughs) right um and at this point they're like they're entering on the opposite side of the theater that I was on I was on the opposite side so they're like on the other the other side greeting these people so I was like not expecting them to come over my way at all because that would be going past their chairs you know things like that well, Josh turns and looks at me, right? And he like does his happy, surprised, shock face, like giant smile on his face, and does these like jazz hands at me, <laughs> like literally, like like these jazz hands while big smiling at me. He literally jogs over to me, jogging. Have you ever seen Josh Kiska run at you because it's scary? <laughs> okay, it's scary. He comes yeah. over. He jogs over to me and he comes over and he holds my hands. He's like, sorry, real quick, real quick. How are you? And I was like, oh my God. Uh, I literally was like, I don't even know. 
I think I asked him how he was after he, he was like, how are you? And I was like, how are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like an old friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, which was just, it was fantastic. Um, and then the whole panel itself was really, really great. I mean, super enlightening and they were so, they were so open and honest about everything that I mean, it was, it was just really great. Honestly, they, I loved how open they were about mental health and physical Mm -hmm. health and how open they were with, you know, sharing their experiences with mental health and sharing how they keep their mental health, you know, well, while on tour, because touring is exhausting. And I don't think people fully realize how truly exhausting it is. Yeah. Um, so I'm very glad that they were very open with that. And it was just fantastic to be able to hear them speak about stuff that's so important. Yeah. So the panel itself was really awesome. I learned so much. Um, and then so towards the end of the the panel, uh, <laughs> Josh, like, literally interrupts the interviewer lady as she's, like, trying to move on to, like, the next, like, um, questions from the Grammy U members. He interrupts her, like, leans over and does the, like, hand thing over the mullet and, like, duck lips at me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. lips at me and points at me. And at first I didn't register it because Josh's face was like mostly blocked by the interviewer lady most of the time. And so when his face leans over and starts looking at me and I'm like, oh, Jesus, like, (laughs) oh my God. I'm just like, okay. So I do the same thing back at him. I like, I like do the whole mullet thing and point back at him. Right. I thought that was going to be it. Yeah. Uh, No. Uh, Sam goes, yeah, that's a good look. And I'm like, like shut up (laughs) shut up um (laughs) and josh was like well yeah now i'm jealous and then he goes i think he was like you pulled off better than me and i was like oh my god the entire time i literally was like no i was like thank you like stop you like oh my god you know whatever and Danny like smiles at me and tilts his microphone at me and I'm like stop and then this makes it so much worse and then Jake (laughs) Jake goes yeah I think her curls are tighter than yours Josh um (laughs) and then Josh was like yeah I'm getting a little insecure up here and then I'm like oh oh my god uh I was like, Jay Kiska looked at me long enough to observe the tightness of my curls. Mm-hmm. That's not allowed. Like, and one thing actually is so funny. When right after he said that in the moment, I did this whole like mullet shake thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but like, but like the mullet shake thing, you know, Adam, I did. <laughs> Why did I do that? First of all, second of all. <laughs> I did it at Jake and he laughed at me. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm literally done, you guys. You're not allowed to look at me. You're literally not allowed to look at me. Um yeah. hold on, so- but didn't okay, like 
just on like they definitely know who you are they no doubt about before this like they knew they had to have because they <sighs> even like like the, not them but like whoever runs their minute like like the one where like you or josh knows like all the other people as yes i forgot to talk about that but yeah they did so um um cameron actually started the whole thing with like you know like dressing up as jake and stuff well she didn't like what she wasn't the first one to do it but started this whole duet chain of like people up as them um and i I finally ended up getting to like the sam one and i was like well i feel like i feel like i gotta do the josh one now because it's because i have the haircut but listen i would like to make it known Okay, that I did have the haircut before Josh, and I have the timestamps to prove it. Okay, yes. like I had the haircut before him. Um, it just needs to yeah. be known because I I feel like I get comments all the time now about like, oh, I love your Josh hair, and I'm like, thanks, but actually Josh has Shaughnessy hair. Okay, because <laughs> because I had this haircut first. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, exactly. I duetted that and was it was like powering up or whatever and like putting on all the Josh stuff and while well, they put on the, all the other you know Greta stuff and yeah Greta Van Fleet did like that video. So uh, I feel like they definitely would have had to seen it as a good laugh. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that happened, and I don't know. I'm just like I'm I'm really trying not to be the lulu here because i'm just like i don't want to be the lulu but my friends were like i know like i think they kind of just know your face they know who you are a little bit you know what i mean and yeah. which like i hate sounding the lulu but like during the panel um sam was facing me like the entire time and we kept making so much eye contact and you know when like someone's like looking at you and you can tell that they're like trying to figure out you know when you like look at someone and you're like where do I know you from yeah and you can tell when like somebody's doing that to you mm-hmm. that's what I was feeling the entire time and then I would make eye contact with him and he kind of look and then like look away and I'm like what do you want from me man Ooh, right like oh my god um yeah so- be Delulu. we promote Delulu-ness here so I think so. Good because I love being a healthy amount of the Lulu. Okay, it's yeah. fun. Be it's a really fun. Yeah, it's so fun. One hundred percent. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. So I was watching it, and I had seen. I never go on Twitter. Like I don't have. I don't get involved with Twitter. I have a, an account that yes. I go on every once in a while, and it started to be like just Greta stuff. Even though like I never even like did anything. Like it just like I guess my. <laughs> Everything just knows me that <laughs> it just hears me. The phone hears me. But specifically, your post about you being there popped up. So I knew that you were there. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because I knew that just from my like, social media that you were, it's cool because of like you're in basically wanting to be in the industry that you're there. Yeah. And so then when we were watching it, um, I knew Amelia that they were talking about you. And I'm like, I'm screaming for you. And I'm like. <laughs> I could not imagine. <laughs> and yeah, my Twitter started blowing up um, <laughs> because everyone was starting to like at me in their tweets, like, like freaking out. They're like, they're talking about you. They're talking about you. And like, and I'm like, oh my God. And my, I'm like in the middle of this panel and my phone's like blown. I put on do not disturb. Cause I'm like, this is, there's so much happening right now. Um, 
but yeah so that <laughs> that whole thing happened and I was like this this is crazy this is crazy um <laughs> and I also um not to be Delulu again but when Josh came in and did the whole like the surprise it, like I uh, just like there's videos of it around of this happening that are on the update accounts from this day but um he like did this whole like surprise shock face almost like oh my god you're here type face you know what I mean right kind of like I just I don't know I don't know guys (laughs) I don't know guys that's not allowed I don't I don't like them I don't like that they know that (laughs) Um, right like I said it was very much like what like oh my friend's here yeah (laughs) yeah um we're actually bffs it's just kidding yeah um so that whole thing happens and the panel ends and again I cannot say enough how great the whole experience was um the panel itself was amazing they end their whole Q&A thing. And I guess, like, you know, the live stream ends. Yeah. But there, they um, actually uh, didn't leave. They stayed and, like, started talking to people in the front row. And I was sitting there on the end, like, oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I sat in my seat for a while. And I was like, I don't want to bother them. And, you know, I don't want to be, like, weird or anything because this is a professional environment. I don't want to, like, you know, be a weirdo. <laughs> right. So I was like, I'm just going to stay in my seat for a bit, see if they come over here or whatever. If they don't, it's fine. Um, They stayed talking to people for a while, and eventually more people started, you know, getting up to go talk to them, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, it's now or never. Right. If- up there and they were all in like their own separate little areas and had their own little huddles of people at this point and so I was like out of all of them I just I want to go talk to Josh out of all of them right now and so I end up going up to Josh and um he's like talking to people or whatever and I uh it's I I hate saying like oh it was like my turn because that makes it sound like <laughs> It was like my turn to go talk to him. That sounds weird. Like it ended up getting to, you know, me and stuff. And I was like, I need to get a picture of our hair. And I start recording on my phone because I was like, if I don't record, I'm not going to remember what happened. Right. Right. I'm like, I need to get a picture with our hair. And he goes, oh, yes. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) smiles at me so big. And I'm like, oh, my God. And as as we're like getting situated for the picture, he goes, I love your vibes. Mm-mm. I was like, at the time, I just said, thank you. And I'm like freaking out because I'm like, Josh Kiska, the king of vibes himself. Mm-hmm. He like my vibes. And he honestly truly has no idea how much that meant to me as like someone yeah. I have been told in my life before, like, that I I'm a bit much or like I'm like a bit odd you know something like people have just told me you know things along those lines before because like I'm not like I guess in quotes like a normal presenting person like and I I don't know anyway <laughs> not to be like oh I'm weird and quirky but <laughs> um, I've been told that before and so him just saying like I love your vibes even if it was just like a quick little comment to him it was just like 
that means so much to me, man. Like, yeah. Uh, um, and so I'm like, I'm like taking pictures through the the video, and he has like he has his arm around me and stuff like that. And Josh, everyone knows that it's love language is touch. Okay, that's a, yeah. he, he's just a he's just a touchy man. That's just yeah. who he is. And that's why he came around and like held people's hands when he first you know came out and stuff. Right. That's how he connects to people. He has his whole arm around me. We're basically like hip to hip at this point. Yeah. And we're like taking the pictures. And I was like, I think I got it. And he goes, oh, and we're recording. And I was like, I am recording. And he like, he like brings his other arm around me and then starts like, he like sang at the camera. And I'm literally like, what do I even do right now? <laughs> what do I even do right now? He like sang at the camera and just like giggles and laughs about it. And I'm like, okay. And you just have that sitting in your camera roll. Yes. Yes. I, <laughs> I don't say, I don't know if I'm ever going to share it publicly. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So many people have asked me for it and I'm just kind of like, I don't know because I have shared like all of my other pictures from this. I was kind of like, you know what? I honestly might just keep the video to myself. <laughs> um, but um, who knows? Maybe one day we'll see. But yeah. so he sings at the camera and stuff, and I'm like, oh my god! And honestly, there was so much I could have said to him. Genuinely, so much because. It, I mean, they're the reason I'm even in that room in the first place. You know what I mean? So it was like, I could have just, I could have gone on and on talking about like, like, you're the reason why I'm here. You're the reason why I am pursuing my dreams, doing what I want to do. And um, I mean, I just, anyway, I decided not to, you know, say all that because there were so many other people waiting. I didn't want to take up more people's time um, because at this point they're, I don't know which manager this was actually, because honestly, I haven't seen him before, but um, maybe he worked for Grammy. You, I don't know, but he kept uh, coming up to all the boys like, hey, it's about time to go, <laughs> about time to go. And they were not leaving. Oh, um, and so I would just ask him. I was like, other people have started, you know, like giving the other boys hugs and him hugs and stuff. So I was like, well, now I don't feel weird for asking. I was like, can yeah. I get a hug? And he goes, of course, and comes in so fast to hug me. And oh. we're like, and it's like one of those good, like diagonal hugs too. And oh, those. he hugs me so tight and he rocks me back and forth. Like I, at this point, I'm just like, I'm like a mess. I'm like, oh my God. He rocks me back and forth and like, um, he Josh, one thing about Josh is Josh does not let go until you let go. And I think oh. that just says so much about him and his character. He just won't let go until the other person let goes. Let, let's go because I think he just, you know, I think he just knows that it was needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, he's like rocking us back and forth and we're like the same exact height. <laughs> which is kind of crazy because our same haircut yeah. too and so we're like we're like the same exact height um I'm five five by the way um yeah. so we're like he has his like chin on my shoulder and I'm just like this is 
the best moment of my life right now. <laughs> this is the best moment of my life. And so I let go of the hug and stuff like that. And it pretty much ends there with Josh because there were so many people. And he, you know, wanted to talk to all the other people. Right. And I don't want to take up more time. So I just like, you know, I said, thank you. And he said, yeah, you're welcome. And then just, you know, we just went our separate ways. Oh, sweet um, man. And um, I was like, well, I'm going to go uh, talk to Danny. And, oh, I'm so happy that I can t- actually talk about this now. Ooh, um, okay. But <laughs> um, so I go over to Danny. And there's also like a crowd of people around Danny as well. And we're just like, we're just like chatting really. Um, <laughs> and somebody mentions uh, something about a tattoo, right? And this yeah. is, this, this is before Danny's tattoo information was right. out to everybody. And he, he goes, oh, I just got my first tattoo. So you and knew. I'm standing there like, <laughs> you have no idea what you just told us right now. Like, this is detrimental. Okay, this is detrimental information. And so I think he's talking to my friend and I think, and she's like, she goes, oh, how was it? And he goes, it was great. And we're like, oh my God. And that was the extent of what I heard of the, you know, tattoo conversation. But I kind of sat there, I was like, holy shit. I was like, Danny has a tattoo. Right. Um, <laughs> and you just gotta sit on that information. Yeah, so me and my friend uh, Kat, we were kind of like, we got it. I'm sorry. We're like, we're gatekeeping that right now. Like, until it becomes public information, we also felt like it just wasn't our place to spread it on Twitter. You know what I mean? Right. Especially with his tattoo being as important as it was to him, we were just like, right. we're we're keeping this a little secret because we don't want to blow anything up and you know so yeah that was crazy and then um I didn't get to talk to him much uh because at this point there that manager guy literally had to like grab them by their shoulders (laughs) and like physically get them out of there because they didn't want to leave I love that they he kept saying like hey guys it's about time to go about time to go and they would just be like okay and then just continue talking to people and, you know, taking pictures and they, everything like that. They're so, they're so selfless. Um, oh. They really did not have to stay behind at all. I mean, not at all. Like, um, we weren't expecting it. That was not something that we thought was going to happen. It was just like, they decided to stay out of, you know, wanting to. They, I mean, they didn't even after the panel ended, they didn't even, like, try to, like, walk out immediately and leave. They just kind of stood there and just immediately just went to go talk to people. And I was, like, they're just, they don't know how much this means to, like, future, you know, people going into the industry. Like, that just means a lot, you know? Yeah. They would take the time out of their day to do that. And so um, it was, it was really, really awesome of them uh, to do that and give other words to people and um they uh other people uh other members got to like ask them like really good questions that they didn't get to ask them before and and know their answers and you know really like connect with them and stuff like that and like in more industry way it was nice to be able to do that outside of like a concert and to be able to just talk to them about 
you know, the industry and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that whole experience was just, it was amazing. Um, it was a dream truly. It was just really great. So yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's so cool that like you were able to do that and like have that moment. And I just think that is so important that like, they're more than just like, a rock band of good looking guys like there's so much more and I feel like sometimes we in both a funny way and like people being completely serious and going crazy and deranged you know but like that they're more than that that they're real people that they they're just kind souls and yeah. that they care and I think like the word that you've used is like they're so intentional mm-hmm. and like it on, on stage and off stage And I think that's why, like, they're just, they're just getting where they are today for being genuine people. Exactly. I actually just recently uh, made a TikTok video. I mean, it was just like a brain dump TikTok video where I was just talking about, like, the reason, I think one of the main reasons why they are so successful is because of how um, intentional they are and how much they care about their fans and truly how much they reciprocate their love to people who you know listen to their music or go to their concerts or support them in any way like I think it's just I think that's just a main reason other than the fact that they're you know very 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 talented musicians which is a whole nother story right Um, but I I just think that the fact that they are so just just so genuine and I, I think that's just like a big reason why they are you know so successful yeah and I just don't think they've like let it get to their heads which is so amazing (laughs) I'm so glad yeah absolutely like with a lot of people who reach the you know their you know plane of famousness I guess because Mm -hmm. they aren't like the most famous by any means but they're not like not famous you know what I'm right they're at this really nice space right now where it's like none of that has gotten to their head. And I honestly don't think it would. Even if so. they get even if they get, you know, more famous and stuff, I really don't think it would get to their head because they are just so down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I love that. And I, I truly don't think it would either. Um, yeah. Another like thought that I wanted to go back to as when Josh was like he loves your vibes and you said how important that was um it just made me think of like I feel like most of the fandom is made up and I think that's why we relate so hard to Greta is because I feel like it's a bunch a group of us that like maybe not be accepted by society or like or like we have always felt out or like the odd ones you know Yes. And I think they're a group of people that have felt the same way. And like yeah. they've become this band for these people. I I love that, actually. I think that's so accurate. I think that, and I think they've talked about this before, where they were like, you know, the weirder kids in high school, you know, things like that. I mean, Josh was a theater kid. And <laughs> I mean, and <laughs> Jake, you know, played guitar for the entirety of his life. And they were all just like, I want to say like non-traditional kids and it's just they have become like this safe space for these 
for these people who are also the non-traditional kids or people, you know what I mean? That is just, they just, no matter if it be like, you think different creatively or, you know, like, um, you're like a part of like the LGBTQ community or you're a part of like any sort of marginalized community or you just like are neurodivergent and don't, you know, fully mm-hmm. fit and stuff like that. They just have created this safe space for these people. And I think that's just so special. Yeah, it's so special. And so like the fact that like he said that, like I I feel like you need like a shirt that says Josh. I like making, okay. My, I feel like my, my love language is making weird Greta Van Fleet shirts for friends (laughs) so I feel like you either need a I made Josh Kiska feel insecure or (laughs) (laughs) or Josh (laughs) said my like he loved my vibes Josh Kiska said he loves my vibes oh my god those would be so good (laughs) those would be so good Dude, now I need that. I will make it. I'm telling you, that is truly like I love making shirts. Oh my for, god! Yeah, I will cry. Yeah. That so message me your your address, and I will get it. Absolutely. But dude, that'd be fantastic. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding at all. I will do it. I love it. I feel like that's like, um, like I've talked on here that like I feel like I have such like a busy life that like doing this, making content, and making stupid shirts is like my creativity. Yes, I love that so much. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Oh my so God. So I will for sure make it. But um, yeah, so then with that, like how are you alive and coping with? Um, <laughs> I truly, I, I honestly don't know for the longest time. Um, I guess it would be, I mean, it's been only a little over a week since it's happened. Yeah. Really. I, if, for like I want to say like a week it just honestly didn't feel real like it just didn't feel real like my lock screen on my phone currently is the selfie with me and Josh and I'm every time I look at it I'm just like that's literally fake (laughs) that is literally fake (laughs) like lying. but um it it's crazy because it's just like when you get into like the fandom and stuff like that that's just like one of I feel like that's one of the first things you talk about is like I just want to be able to like you know just be in their presence for a moment or Mm -hmm. just give Josh I feel like one of the main ones is like I want to give Josh a hug (laughs) I feel like that's one of the main ones and I've talked about it so much that just like it's just like I can't wait until I'm able to do that and then I was able to do that yeah and which is just so crazy to me because that's all I've wanted for two years is just just to be able to be in that space with them and you know talk to them and all that and that for that to happen is just crazy to me yeah like something that you're like they're passionate about you're so passionate about like yes like like you said outside of a concert setting get to hear like straight from like their heart to help other people wanting to go into the industry like it's just so cool that one that they would be willing to do that in the first place yeah I mean it's just uh, it's just so awesome I just it honestly sometimes it still doesn't feel real um but man yeah it is just truly truly so crazy I don't even have words sometimes where I'm just like 
I just can't believe that happened. And I'm just so, I'm so grateful for it. I'm so just like, I'm just so grateful for the way that my life has started to turn toward, like the way that my life has started to turn because of deciding to do what I want to do and how much that has, you know, (laughs) worked in my favor. And just like, I'm just so grateful for all those opportunities and yeah. no matter like how big or small like the interaction may be it's just like I'm just so uh, so thankful for all of it truly it's just it's crazy <laughs> yeah that you were just able to be in that room yeah in the first place like that's wild it's so wild honestly um but yeah the I mean the event itself was just great and Elaney Wilson was the um other um speaker I guess yeah. for and she also had some really really amazing things to say about touring um had some really amazing words um a lot of what she said actually um was about just like not caring what you know other people think and wear whatever you want to wear and do whatever you want to do because yeah. I mean you get one life just just do it and you will see like how much it works in your favor when you decide to finally do those things 100 percent Oh, and one thing that um, that kind of brings me into one thing that Josh um, said at the panel that really, really stuck with me was um, he said, you are all that you need to be. And that like got me so bad. I was like sitting there and I like wrote it down in my notebook of stuff that I was writing down during the panel. And I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) like. I needed that. <laughs> yes. I needed that reminder from his mouth that just like, I'm all that I need to be. Like you are all that you need to be. You are fully capable of doing what you want to do. And I yeah. think that's so important. 100%. So like, who cares? Right? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? And, and like, even like on, cause this is our first time like truly talking. Um, so like some people like that have listened to the podcast, like have heard, like if they were at the beginning, but like, it's so weird of saying that and just coming into terms of that, of like, just not caring. So like I spent, I've always wanted to go to concerts and like live music was my thing. Like I majored in music, like I do music, like everything. And I spent years thinking that I could not go to concerts or I could not travel or do anything or like. I was just so stuck up with people pleasing my entire life. And it was truly like, we made the decision to go to Michigan um, to see them from Alabama to Michigan. Um, And I was just like, what did I get myself into? (laughs) And uh, and, the fear of what people would say about that, of like, you're ridiculous. Like how, you know, dare you, I can't believe you're doing this, all that. Um, And then like, a month before we actually went, I had this whole like breakdown, like character development of like, I'm going to quit people pleasing. I'm not here for, for anyone else's opinions. And like, it was, it it felt like for that coincided very much with making this decision while choosing the road. And here I am still choosing the road, you know? Yeah. And a whole bunch of other, like, besides concert things in my life that needed changing for the better. Yes. No, yeah, that's so awesome. It's just, and that's so true. It's just, like, 
like just starting to not care what other people think is just so important like you said like it's just who cares if somebody says it's crazy for you to travel that far to see this band or crazy for you to see them that many times or like I've been told like why do you even care about them so much or like why do you even I don't know it's just like this whole thing it's like don't care what other people have to think about that. If Greta Van Fleet is what inspires you, is what yeah. is what motivates you to travel, is what motivates you to like get out of your comfort zone. If that's what motivates you, who cares? Go do it. 100%. 100%. Bottom line. Yeah, exactly. It's just this life is too short for you to not be doing what you want to do. Who cares what other people think? It truly doesn't yeah. even matter. I mean, it was personally for me, it was so hard to let go of like, well, everyone's rooting for me to like go to this one university and, um, you know, get like a regular nine to five job and just mm-hmm. get that, you know, music therapy degree and just do all those things. But it's like, it was hard for me to let go of just like, it doesn't matter what they think. This is my life. They don't control it. I'm going to start it's- doing what I want to do. And I could not be happier doing what I want to do now. So it's I just- love that. Yeah, it's just yeah. That's that's the moral of the story. <laughs> to do moral, what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Um. So, are you going to any of the upcoming shows in May or April? I, May. I am. I am going to the Kansas City show. So the Kansas City show will actually be my first Greta Van Fleet Pit experience. Oh. Are you doing pit? I am doing pit. I haven't done pit yet because I've been scared to because um as discussed before, I have pots. So I'm just like, I'm I can do it. I'm just I was just scared because I was like, I, I mean, well, I hope that you can get barricade so at least you can. That's what I'm thinking. I first of all am like creating like a small camping group of like me and close friends and stuff, um, who are also doing pit. Um, I'm also thinking about contacting the venue and seeing if they might be able to help me a little bit. Cause I'm actually thinking about taking like a portable stool with me. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny yeah. to like see somebody on barricade, like randomly sit down, like <laughs> on a stool, but I'm really thinking about, I'm really thinking about bringing it. Um, so I might reach out to the venue and stuff too, to see if they would yeah. be able to but I mean barricade is so big this tour because of the catwalks and stuff I'm not like super worried about it really I should be fine so anyway uh Kansas City pit so excited for that um and then I'm also going to um Austin and for the Austin show I have a B stage barricade seat actually nice so yes, I'm so excited. So I'm going to those two right now. And who knows, maybe I will feel impulsive and fly to another show. Who knows? But as of right now, yeah. as of right now, Kansas City and Austin, what about you? Um, I'm going to Huntsville, um, Duluth and Charleston. That's so exciting. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing, I'm doing pit for Duluth and um, Huntsville. It's my first pit for Starcatcher. Um, and then I have B stage barricade for Charleston and it's on mother's day and I'm going with my mom. So my mom has become a groupie with me. Like she loves them. Yay. That's so awesome. Yes. Which one is the one with the, the amphitheater? It's Huntsville. That one Huntsville. Yeah. I think about that one, but I I don't think I could go because I think that one's during my finals week and I'm like, Oh yeah. 
I want to so bad because it's an amphitheater. And I Greta know. played in an amphitheater since Strange Horizons. So I'm just like, that's going to be an amazing show. Honestly, that's going to be. Yeah, amazing. I'm so very excited for that one. Um, Probably more like I'm excited for all of them, obviously. But to experience that one, I think it's going to be really special. Yes. Um, but I'm just saying, Duluth is by the Atlanta airport. So in the area. So if you need to fly, that's a good one. That is a good one. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a think about it. I'm gonna store that in my brain for later and think about it. Yes, for <laughs> sure. No. Uh. So I'm really excited about that. Um. Okay. I um. I have this theory that I thought of last night, and I know that you said you like the lore and theory, and I just want to. I want to share it with you. I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. 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 So you know now, um, Josh has a symbol. Yes. Sam has a symbol. Now Danny has his own little symbol. Okay, Jake doesn't have a symbol. But my theory is that the Starcatcher A has been Jake's symbol all along. Oh. I could be completely delusional, but I, I really never thought about that. Or I sometimes I also think about what about his the um the the coin necklace that he wears yes. and also put on like didn't he put it on a suit too? Mm-hmm. That I also think about that. I'm like, what if that also? But I, I don't. Dang, I don't know. I, now he needs to come forward with like a set symbol because now we need it because they all have one. Exactly. I. Oh my gosh. I wonder if it's the A. Yeah, because like, like, <laughs> I don't know. It could be both. But I was thinking like with the A of like the whole lore. Like he started. This was his. Yes. Dream. And in the end, in this whole story and lore that he's actually the star catcher. And I went and I took it back to, uh, because I'm trying to like put this whole story in, even though I don't think we have the full story that we see him. I, in my thoughts of like the meeting, the master music video, that he is the hero. Like he is the one, maybe not brought into as much of like temptation as like the woman, the master, whatever she is. Um, because just him and white in the field with the horse that he's this, I don't know. I'm yeah. just coming up with this whole thing. Um, and that he, in this whole story that he's the star catcher. I like that theory. I like that theory a lot. Cause it's, cause he did have a sword in the mat, in the video. Uh-huh. Uh, me and the master video and yeah oh my gosh so and now i'm trying to think because if you listen to starcatcher front to back uh-huh and you it, it kind of follows along with the story uh-huh. and i think honestly it might even have to do with like jake's story because yeah if, hold on, i'm pulling up the album on my phone real quick and i'm just gonna explain this real quick so yeah if we go along with this, you know, like Jake being the the star catcher theory. So it starts off like fate of the faithful, right? Mm-hmm. So like we fight for the faithful. Like he was like a little kid playing guitar, you know, things like that. Anyway, and as it goes on, it's like waited all your life and, you know, things like that. And then, you know, it gets to like Indigo Streak and Frozen Light. And Frozen Light, if you listen to like the lyrics, is about like a journey. Yeah. I think that's I think it might have to do with like if we go along with the Starcatcher theory, like his journey through 
creating the band and having you know navigating through you know fame and you know things mm -hmm. like that um and then you know it gets into like the archer and then meeting the master and then farewell for now it's like it kind of takes more I want to say like a darker turn almost mm -hmm. but it kind of depends on what way you interpret it I would right. say I think I think if you follow long star catcher front to back and like think about that story I think that star catcher thing does make sense yeah I was literally all my best thoughts are driving home yeah <laughs> and I like thought of it driving home last night and I don't know what made me even think of it but I'm just like Jake is star catcher the eight because on his sprinkle outfit or his um suit is on the back yeah yeah anyway that that's my thought my theory thought of the week I don't know <laughs> honestly I like that theory a lot I'm gonna think about it more please do please add to it I love it I love the the good lore yes theory I love a good theory like I don't know I love a good theory like the whole thing about how all of the um all the like album covers are like connected like that's that's a cool mm -hmm. theory to me um yes but yeah yeah I love I love all the theories and I love getting into that as I like dive into that whole their whole lore and stuff it's just it's so cool to me <laughs> their their whole creative direction is just oh yes I want to like kiss their brains like I'm serious like it's just so so good but yeah yeah well and the thing that like I feel like they came up with this like in the garage oh absolutely and we're like we're gonna make this our whole thing yeah yeah um everything is connected they've had star catcher as an idea for a long time right now they're currently sitting on their next album yeah oh what <laughs> that's scary so <laughs> scary yeah so they currently have more twists and everything I think in their story and I'm very excited to see how they you know pan everything out how they add to the story and the lore and how they connect their songs because I mean all their songs are like connected in a way you know what I mean there's like other song references and mm -hmm. songs and you know so it's just like I'm excited to see how they're going to you know connect everything and keep that story going yeah because didn't I hear like because of the um on Apple Music, they're like Adobe, like where you can hear it better. That you can hear um, Josh's little soliloquy during Lover, Lever, Taker, Believer, and that it references Tears of Rain. Yes. So that whole thing, first of all, I'm an Apple Music user. So it was crazy to me that people haven't experienced that yet because everyone started like talking all about how, oh my God, you can hear, you can hear like, um, uh, the end of Broken Bells is like these whole like slide guitar effects in the background, which are really cool. Um, the poem during Lover, Lever, Taker, Believer. Um, the the trumpets and stuff during Trip the Light, Fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. There's so much that people haven't heard before. And I'm just like, how have you gone without hearing all this? Like, <laughs> I like I have just heard this all because I've only used Apple Music. And so mm -hmm. it's just like, that's just crazy to me that people haven't heard that and are like finally you know piecing everything together but that poem does reference tears of rain but i think um that poem actually is um published somewhere 
Um, I remember seeing something about that, but I don't remember who wrote it. But yeah. I think that he, there's a lot of different lyric and song references in that poem if you listen to it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to look at that. Because I know that that's yeah. just who they are. Like, very Tolkien. Very, I mean, Brave New World. Like, stuff like yeah. that. Like, I, I love the literature references. Yes. And they talk about, you know, um, how they were raised on, you know, raised very creatively with literature even. And so, um, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's really interesting. Um, another way to interpret that meeting the master video actually is like an, it's an Arthurian tale, um, with like King Arthur and Knights of the Round Table. Yes. Um, that is another, I think that was a big, big inspiration for the meeting the master video. Yes. And I even um, had a, not me, but like heard a thought um, with like some friends of it being honestly like Narnian too. Yes. Yeah. So (laughs) it's just great. Yeah. They have so much. I mean, the lore just goes so deep and is so connected to so many other forms of art that it's just, it's just, you could dive into it for forever truly yeah and then and then it's cool that you were able to use their inspiration for like your different projects too and that people do it all the time like I just I just think it's cool how it all because of their brilliant brains has then helped others become I don't know with their brilliant brains Yes, no, it's the coolest thing. Cause I mean, so many people's artwork that I've seen posted based off of, you know, their songs or them. It's just, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. I mean, it's just so good. That mm-hmm. is just, I just love how they are able to inspire other creative brains in this way and stuff. Um, yeah. And personally for me, I'm just branching into that creative aspect, just like in almost it's it's kind of hard to describe but in like creative direction so like um making different um you know like outfits and album covers and photo shoot ideas for different bands who are wanting to you know get more into that creative aspect and start you know fitting everything together it's just like it's just crazy how so many people are able to use that like inspiration to just like continue spreading more creativity into the world I think it's really cool yeah I love that oh that's so good um I could keep talking but um (laughs) I guess um to end the episode again I want to thank you so much for coming I have so much enjoyed this conversation hearing your story thank you I I loved it I loved I love talking about it and I love speaking about them in general. So thank you. So yeah, I'm like, this is just a way to keep talking about them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess what we need to do is Greta Van Gell. And I feel like this is like, since we are recording early and we, I'm scared of the things that will happen in the next few days. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. So I guess you can help me with Greta Van Gell. Um, so I had, um, Danny and Sam in there. Yeah. Jake has life with an ankle monitor helping Josh. <laughs> yeah. I like to keep it creative. Like just make make up more random things. Um, because yeah. I can't put all of them in life. I know weekly I have people that are like, you should put them all in life, but I'm just it's like, 
it, I mean, it's true, but I gotta, I gotta keep, keep something up of like, somebody's gotta be out or just in regular, I don't know. Um, so I feel like they hadn't done as much. They've been like radio silent. Um, scared. Cause I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I know. So tentatively it may change before Sunday when I post the TikTok. Yes. But, um, I don't know. Should Josh continue to be out or should we just put them all back in for good measure to keep them safe? Keep us safe. Not them. Keep <laughs> us safe. <laughs> us safe. Um, yeah, honestly, put them all in jail. Okay. I think because because something's going to happen when they go radio silent, something's going to happen. And so just preemptively in preparedness, put them in there. That's true. I think half of them should still have maximum security. Exactly. we can't like we to keep us safe all of them back (laughs) yes yeah 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 they're like who keeps letting them out who keeps letting who literally i don't understand like guys we said put them away so that means keep them there right like who allows them out of their cages they can't be on the streets no no they should not be allowed out no most definitely not oh my gosh but um yeah so I think that's the plan and I think that no matter what happens in the next few days watch nothing nothing's gonna actually happen that's so scary probably they're gonna be like jokes on you (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think that's where like I get to Lulu I think they listen and then like they plan like like it's like they especially Danny I'm just like I feel like Danny's mad that I haven't put him in life so then he goes like he goes, he goes and acts up yeah acts up this man should not be let out right actually he definitely he already has life but he did like a Gretaverse picture oh I saw that the one with the 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 Dave like trans yes. yeah <laughs> I yeah. saw that that was so good yeah, oh, I wonder if he sent it to Dave and was like, "I'm getting this." <laughs> I feel like he probably did, and they're just like all like chuckling. Like I feel like he it really let a chuckle out of that man. God, I hope so. <laughs> uh, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. No, he scares me. <laughs> no, but for real. <laughs> he scares. Yeah, me. He's but in right i'm like and and the fact that we have not seen any actually like on halloween content yet i'm like like what were they doing uh, what were they doing now i'm scared guys yeah i hope they were just in like somebody's backyard like roasting marshmallows or something it was a cold night i wonder if they're gonna post um like uh fans dressed up as them again i hope um, they do there were so many this year though like a massive amount i wonder if they're gonna do it or not but yeah and you are the master yeah i was the master this year because i was like i feel like that just makes sense <laughs> that just makes yeah. sense but yeah that's what i did this year but yeah um they're gonna do it i wish they would post their costumes yeah and i don't know if all of them dressed up if they were decided to be lame or not but <laughs> yeah i don't know i just still think it'd be funny if they dressed up as each other that would be so good. Okay, so who would dress up as who? Um, I think I don't know, like Sam as Josh. Yeah. 
Josh is Danny. Yeah. Danny is Jake. I don't know. And then Jake is <laughs> Sam. Sam. I think that makes sense. Yeah, think- the ones you wouldn't think. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Jake as Sam would be really funny because I know that they, they just make fun of him so bad. I just know that they do. So I'm like, <laughs> right. them as Sam would just be so funny. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That'd be so funny. And like, who do I talk to? If y'all are listening next year, um, got y'all ideas best. <laughs> yeah, <year>. um, do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, again, thank you so much. I so enjoy this. I cannot stress enough how much I enjoy this um thank you for coming on you're always welcome on the Gretaverse to come back on again it was fantastic yes so anyway this is um been the Gretaverse thank you so much everyone for listening I'm Eliza and I'm Shaughnessy bye